For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our match reaction show. It's finished. PSG nil, Bayern won. It's advantage Bayern at the end of the first leg of the Champions League uh, round of 16 ties. I mean, uh, every Champions League back, isn't it? It was a fantastic, high-quality game. It took a while to get going. It took a while for PSG to get going. But, but if you would look at it, it was probably a game of 60 minutes and 30 minutes. And in those first 60 minutes of the Bayern were excellent. Um, and then I think something changed. And I, I think I, I have a theory of what changed. But whatever changed, um, PSG were the, were the much the better side in the, in the last 30 minutes. Unfortunately, they couldn't get the goal. Came close, but couldn't get it. So Bayern sneak away uh, with a 1-0 win. That will give them a, you know, they'll probably please them more than will please PSG, of course. Um, now, talking about the game itself, I was surprised that they started with the 4-4-2. PSG started with the 4-4-2. I was surprised with that. Because the one problem is that anyway, PSG always seem light when they play Messi and Neymar. They always seem light defensively. And when you're playing a midfield four, you're essentially telling the opposition that that's fine. We're conceding this midfield battle, which means we're going to play on the counter. So all Bayern had to do was basically hold dominant possession and make sure they were not getting countered upon, which they did fantastically for the first 60 minutes. They did it superbly every time Bayern had the, uh, so PSG had the ball. They were trying to play it long. Um, you know, powered over Meccano and Delic, made sure they cut out all the passing lanes. They made sure that, you know, that Neymar and Mbappe never had, oh, sorry, Messi, Neymar and Messi never got a run on them. And they made sure that whatever happened, they were not going to get counted upon. And so the ball just kept coming back to Bayern, kept coming back to Bayern because there were no passing lanes. Um, I thought, I was a bit surprised to see Bayern as well playing with the 3-4-3, three, four, three, four, three, but then at the same time, I was, you know, that, that's that's Nagelsmann's go-to formation, so it's not that surprising either. Um, Alfonso Davies not starting was slightly surprising because I thought, you know, I mean, yeah, Cancelo is a good player, but um, I always feel like Davis is one of the undroppables just because of the X-factor that he brings. But he brought him on in the second half and he set up that goal. It's a beautiful cross. But first of all, that pass into Chopo Moting that, that goes, is a nice pass. It kind of, a little bit, it maybe stretches uh, PSG a little bit. It maybe, you know, um, uh, pulls them out of position. And the pass back, but then, you know, it's just a pass back to Davis. Davis puts a good cross in. And then just PSG just fall apart. They just fall asleep. I mean, Soler is sleeping. Um, I don't, I don't think uh, you know, there are a couple of other players as well, defenders who are not tracking runs. And Coleman just goes in and says, Thank you very much. And he just puts it in, uh, you know, it gets a nice shot away. But that shot should be saved by Don Ruma. It should be, and he completely makes a mess of it. And um, I mean, it happens to goalkeepers. I just feel Don Ruma is a little bit overrated at times. I do feel that a lot of people think he's this world-class goalkeeper. But we often hear about all the howlers that he makes. So to me, I don't think I, I think he's a decent, he's a good goalkeeper. Um, but he's not a great, he's not a world-class goalkeeper. And and sometimes what happens when he played for so long, Don, Don Ruma is playing first team football. I think he's seen 17. He's been playing. Um, and sometimes when you've been playing for that long, um, and I think he's, he's in his mid-20s now. Um, what really happens is sometimes you do get fatigued and sometimes you don't have time to work on your game. And I think that's what's happened with Donnarumma as well. I think he's not had time to work on his game because he's been playing so much and non-stop. But um, that's a conversation for another day. Of course, it was 1-0. A deserved lead for Bayern, even if it was a bit of a lucky goal. Um, and from that point on, you thought, okay, maybe they can go and get a second because uh, PSG looked all at sea. At halftime, uh, Gaultier did change it to a 3-4-3. When he brought on Kim Kimbembe, he went to a back three. But the problem was, um, fundamentally, because 
PSG didn't have anybody in midfield tracking, and it seemed like none of the mid, none of the players seemed interested in tracking in, in in terms of defending. They were always looking like they were a man light. It always looked like Bayern had a spare man, and it always looked like PSG were just coasting through the game, coasting through the game, and and that was a problem. But then they changed it up. They brought in. Um, you thought you could Bayern could have got a second. They didn't. There were a couple of chances that Donnarumma saved. Um, good saves, but I think the saves that you expect a goalkeeper to make, according to me, anyway. Um, and, but they stayed at one nil. And the substitutions happened. Now, both sides made substitutions that were critical. That First, of course, bring on Mbappe. The moment you bring on Mbappe, the thing is PSG's counter-strategy works only when you have Mbappe on the field because he's the only one with that pace. Neymar and Messi don't have the pace to play on the counter. So as soon as you bring on Mbappe, that comes into effect because not only does he have the pace to, to play on the counter, it also means that the defense consciously drops back a little bit deeper because they want to stop Mbappe from countering and anyone getting space to run at. So that frees up space for the midfield. It frees up, frees up space for the fullbacks. To kind of bomb forward, which is what happened. Um, and then, of course, they also brought on Fabian Ruiz. Fabian Ruiz is a little bit, his work rate is much higher than probably Soler's was. So he brought in that work rate, which meant, again, they were winning the ball back much more quicker than they were in the first half. And having Mbappe in the field, I think, also energizes Neymar and Messi a little bit. I think, I think whatever you might say about Mbappe, I think he's sort of the, the key player at the moment in this team. He's the star of the team. He's, the, he's, he's almost the leader in some ways of the team, for better or worse. And he's the guy who makes everybody else around him play better. And he did that when he came on. He just had this galvanizing effect on the team. Uh, and you thought PSG could score because they were creating chances. Bayern were getting a bit sloppy with their passing. Probably because PSG was starting to show that, you know, they had some bite about them. They had some work rate. And then that goal, and then that goal, that should have been a goal, comes. Um, Nino Mendes gets the ball. He runs down. He actually had two very good runs. And he put two very good crosses. This was the first one. It was a brilliant cross. And uh, Mbappe puts it in, but just offside. Uh, Nuno Mendes just offside. I thought he was actually he looked a little he looked a lot more offside than what the replays and and that AI showed me. I thought you know because I thought ah oh, he's offside he's offside, but um just about offside. It's unfortunate, but he was offside, and that goal gets counted out. He puts another brilliant cross, and Messi misses it. Messi. Uh, not misses it, he hits it, but it gets deflected from Pavard, uh, which is just unbelievable, uh, unbelievable block there. And Bayern somehow survived to 1-0. So, um, PSG will be disappointed that they took, uh, took them until the 60th minute to figure things out. And the fact that they conceded a goal before they could do that, I think they'll be disappointed with that because they must have felt that we could have taken something back. I think Bayern will be probably also a little bit disappointed that they didn't make more of the first half of dominance. But then they'll also be saying, well, but we came away with a 1-0 win despite the adversity that we had to face. Um, the key, of course, is Pavard did get red carded at the end. It was a deserved second yellow. I don't think there's any questions about that. You're on a yellow card. You're sliding in for a tackle. You're asking you know, for trouble. But at the same time, I don't blame Pavard. He had to make that challenge because Messi otherwise would have been through and he could have picked out any pass. So he had to be. It's one of those like taking one for the teams. You have to do it because um, if you don't, you're considering a goal. So it happens. It it was it was unfortunate for Powered, but um it was a deserved yellow card. There's there's no there's no debate about that. Um now what can happen in the second leg? I I, I and yes, yes, from Bayern's point of view, the change that happened, they brought on Ganabri and they brought on Muller. And I think Ganabri it does not have the work rate that Coman has. Coman scored the goal, but his work rate off the ball was fantastic as well. The way he was tracking back, he was keeping Nuno Mendes in check. As soon as Ganabri came on, I think he doesn't he didn't have that same sort of um, desire or work rate for some reason. And so Nuno Mendes had a lot more space to operate in, of course, you know, coupled with, with all the tactical changes that Gortier made. So that was one issue. The other issue was Muller coming on for Chabu Moting. I think Chapo Moting just has that physical presence that Muller doesn't have. I do think Bayern are missing an out-and-out striker. I don't think Chapo Moting is the answer long-term. Uh, but but they, they do need a striker in the summer. You can see why they want Harry Kane. They need a striker in the summer because I don't think Chapo Moting is up to it. And Muller definitely isn't up to it. The way I mean, it's just Bayern's play kind of just disintegrated when he came on. And uh, I don't think he's a striker anymore these days. 
Anyway, I, I don't think he can play that role anymore. But um, it, it it does impact Bayern's play when 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 they don't have Coleman and when they don't have uh, uh, Chapo Moting, uh, you know, in that game. So those were things I think that that impacted Bayern, and they'll have to look in the second leg. In the second leg, I think they're gonna have to. They'll probably start the same team, injury permitting. Maybe um, Davis comes in for Cancelo, and I would do that. But I think they'll have to think long and hard about the about the bench because I know they won't have money. Uh, but they're gonna have to think about how they're gonna play because I don't think you can put Muller back in that position. I don't think you can have maybe Gnabry had an off day, but again, it's a, it's a question that's gonna have to be asked of him as well as to why he wasn't um, doing the job that was required of him to do defensively. So that's something we'll buy him. From PSG's perspective, I think Fabian Ruiz has got to get into that team somehow. They've got to find a way to put him in, maybe in place of Soled. Uh, they'll probably try and and get Vitinha back as well. Um, I'm surprised Vitinha didn't start. Um, this one as well. I mean, yeah, but they'll probably want Pitinia back in that team as well. Um, but the most important thing is, is, of course, getting Mbappe into that side because they need Mbappe uh, to be able to really... He's the one... If they're going to play counter-attacking football, they can't not have Mbappe in the side because there's nobody else who has that pace and that that uh, um, trickery that, that Mbappe has. So they need him back in that team. Um, and then everything else around it will, will just have to be worked. But that midfield um, definitely need more bite in that midfield, which they had in the second half. They need that back again, um, you know, because that's important. Ultimately... Um, if your midfield is, is is passive and it's not putting in the effort, it doesn't matter what you do behind and, and in front because you, you're always going to fail in, in that regard. So they need to make sure that they pick get that midfield combination right. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Let me know your thoughts on the game, of course. Um, uh, man of the match, um, it's a difficult one, isn't it, uh, to pick? But um, um, I, I I would go with Coleman, Kingsley Coleman. I mean, he was fantastic in this game. His defensive work was good. His, his offensive, you know, he obviously got the goal. He played very well. Sergio Ramos was really good as well, by the way. We've got a shout-out for Sergio Ramos as well. And maybe he could be the man of the match too. Sergio Ramos, I thought he was everywhere. What a fantastic performance from him. At, at, at an age when everybody thought, oh yeah, maybe he's done, maybe he's finished. He's shown that he's still got a few, uh, you know, things, left. you know, still got a few tricks up his sleeve, still got, a, you know, a few uh, uh, strings to his bow. So, those were my two picks, you know. But let me know who your man of the match is. Of course, happy to hear from you guys. Do share your comments on the game as well. What do you think could happen in the second leg? Do you think PSG can make a comeback? Do you think Bayern will hold out? Let me know your thoughts. Of course, always happy to hear that. Smash a like if you enjoyed this video. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Links in the description below. Happy to have your support. Please uh, take care. We'll see you again soon. Bye bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.